Welcome to the Football Fridays in Georgia podcast here at Georgia Public Broadcasting. Thanks for accessing us however you are doing so here on GPB Media. Don't forget to like, friend, be a part of the conversation at GPB Sports on Facebook, on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, and don't forget to download the GPB Sports app. I am John Nelson, and as always, it's great to be joined by me, compadre, down in the borough, Tommy Palmer. Tommy, let's just say it was an interesting week. (laughs) definitely an interesting week and I really thought that the Blessed Trinity Flowery Branch game was just outstanding you know you never you know when you're talking about a team that's probably in the top 50 or 60 teams in the country and then you've got a team that I would call an upstart team that is just building boy didn't Flowery Branch put on a show in the second half and they take it to free football and the question was do you send it to a second overtime or do you go for two Ben Hall went for two you always go for the tie in overtime you got two more overtime so don't get greedy (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry that's just my old philosophy you know i'm so old school anyway so anyway but that's what i would have done you know just kick the extra point uh put the pressure back on them no need to take all the pressure on you right away all right so so before we get into the week that will be let's talk about the week that was and as you and mm -hmm. i are talking really the week that was isn't even over because there were still close to a dozen games that needed to be completed at the beginning of the week and 18 games were moved to Saturday which caused some interesting results. Definitely and of course Early County and what was an original home game is going to end up playing at Brooks tonight at seven o'clock so instead of having that home game against Brooks Early's got to play Brooks tonight then on Friday they got to turn right around and play Fitzgerald. You've got Liberty at Appling today, East Lawrence at Blackley, Randolph Clay at Calhoun, Washington County at Dodge, Crawford County at Dooley, Miller County at uh, Stewart. Then tomorrow, you got another, as we say in South Georgia, passel of games. I don't know what that means, but I've always heard it my whole life. We've got a passel of games tomorrow. And then Thursday, you got the annual uh, let's go ahead and play Thursday so we can watch somebody else play on Friday. But, the, <laughs> you know, the, the the big game that I think this week, and and I I really, you know, am, am, am looking forward to watching a portion of this one, is the Roswell-Walton game, which you guys have chosen as the game of the week, John. That's got to be a good one in Raider Valley. What a great place to watch a football game. Subtle plug. We'll get into that one in just a little bit. By the way, all okay. access pass will start at 7 and kick off a little after 7.30. Another aspect of this whole thing with Hurricane Michael is that Region 17A got pushed, so the schedule basically slides an entire week. Yep, and uh, I, I talked to Rush over the weekend. We had a very nice visit. And he said he didn't think it would make any difference. He said the only thing that he felt like would make a difference was now there's not going to be a break in the action. He said it's going to be eight straight weeks to win the championship. And, uh, you know, he's always planning. But, uh, you know, that double week of being off in there is no longer existent. So uh, Rush is just preparing his team for what it is. But he's got everybody well, and he's looking forward to it. Camden County, a much improved team with uh, Coach Bob Spires, no doubt. 7-0 and 6-1 and heading at it. And on the flip side of 1-7-A, Lowndes will be going against Tift County 
at mm-hmm. the Concrete Palace on the weekend. But speaking of 7A, uh, what was it that Mark Twain said about uh, reports of my death or, or greatly or greatly exaggerated? Yes. So Marietta is now three and four after holding off McEachern twenty-eight to twenty-seven. So they are right now at the top of the region standings. McEachern in an early 0-2 hole, and Marietta gets North Cobb this Friday. Now, I'm going to tell you, that's going to be a good football game, and that's an important football game, in my opinion. I I just wonder, you you know, as I take a look at this Marietta football team, they loaded up their schedule, if you remember, early in the year, played everybody that would play anywhere in the country. And that may catch up with you later, because I did notice when uh, uh, I I got to watch a bit of the uh, Marietta game. uh, North Balding, right? Yeah, uh, a couple of weeks ago, they had some severe injuries that which really hurt them. And sometimes you can just wear your kids out, and hopefully they haven't done that. Obviously, they bounced back and won last week against a very good McEachern team. But, boy, Marietta's got their hands full. The, the pedal to the metal, and they can't take it off now. It was Rome and Grayson and Our Lady of Good Counsel and St. John College were the four losses early on with a win with, against Collins Hill, sandwiched in all of that right now, Marietta at 3-4. and four. Archer, on a rare Thursday game, got to go up against Grayson. Grayson, 41-14. That's a surprise. Uh, most coaches told me they felt like Archer had a chance to beat Grayson. Boy, let me tell you something. When they get all those kids clicking in the same set of halters, uh, you can forget it. They're, they're just, they've got too much talent for everybody else. But uh, you have to hope there's a little dissension there if you're an op- opponent. But uh, golly, Moses, do they have talent at Grayson. And now to 6A, right this week, <laughs> Lee County going up against Valdosta in the region of Doom in 6A, but Lee County knocked off Northside 24-7. I tell you what, you remember last year when we were doing the inside edition thing and we talked about Region uh, 1-6A mm-hmm. and how balanced it was and this one could beat this one and this one could be. I think there's not a nickel's worth of difference between all the teams in that league this year. I think Lee County may be a little bit ahead of everybody else uh, just based on the fact that uh, they've been there, done that. But, uh, you know, you're, you're sitting there and coffee's 0-2. And that's kind of a surprise to us. Coffee was as high as number two in the uh, in in the top ten, but uh, all of a sudden, guess who's coming down the stretch? We can see her now, and it's Valdosta. Out of lane eight, coming into Valdosta, coming around to the outside. Valdosta, you mentioned coffee. They knocked off coffee, 37-22. True. And so you've got coffee in Houston County in 1-6A this week. And Alatoona knocks off Hapeville Charter. Of course, Winston Gordon will play anybody, anyplace, anytime, anywhere on the freeway, 3.30 in the afternoon. Doesn't really matter after lunch. Alatoona beats Hapeville Charter 23-14. Sometimes that's a good thing, and sometimes it's a bad thing when you ask people, hey, you want to play we'll play anytime anywhere well you probably don't need to ask the wrong people (laughs) obvious obviously alatuna is really getting it going now their motor is really churning they've had a good couple of weeks here and uh they have beaten uh, two really good football teams back to back and they should be uh, they're five and two and they get zero and eight osborne this week in 5a going to the other side of georgia 247 warner robbins knocks off thomas county central 42 10 Woo. I tell you what, Warner Robins is loaded. They really are. You know, they've got the Fromm kid who can throw it all over the world. 
And, uh, you know, this is just a, a, one of those really good regions where Warner Robins is the best team in that region. I, I think Thomas County Central's on the way back. I think Veterans is on the way back. But uh, i, I got to tell you something, brother. You, it's it's uh, two days in pack a lunch when you go to Warner Robins to play that bunch. And and you better be ready when you get there. Pack a lunch and pack a dinner because this week Warner Robbins is playing Bainbridge. So the cats have, Ooh. yeah, the cats at three and four have a big road trip as well. Rome puts up a big number on Paulding County. Loganville loses to Buford. Buford puts up 43. Matchup in 5A this week. Same region, two teams at 7-0, and Stockbridge and Dutchtown. Uh, I tell you what. Uh-huh. I really like this matchup. Because if Stockbridge is not careful, they're going to get caught looking ahead. But do not look past this Dutchtown football team. I've fallen in love with this football team about four weeks ago when I found out that the head football coach is a former assistant to uh, Maurice Freeman at, at Brooks County. I think they run seven or eight plays, the old one double a philosophy we don't want to run too much to confuse everybody let's just run seven or eight plays and do it really well and that's what dutchtown has been doing and guess what it's working so dutchtown jones county stockbridge all in the top 10 out of the same region in 5a other news out of mm-hmm. 5a kell knocked off Carrollton 31 10 at grisham now that was a surprise yeah. to me yeah you know, thirty-one yeah. ten. Evan Conley rushes for one sixty-five and passes for one eighty-eight and two. Three sacks for Justin Talley in that one, beating them at Grisham Stadium by twenty-one. Well, that's tough when you go into Grisham and beat them that bad. Uh, that just doesn't happen about once every ten years. Now you look at Quad A, and a couple of matchups stuck out to me in the top tens: Troop and Lagrange. Kobe Hudson shines again. Tanner Glisson has them at seven and zero. Unbelievable. We were talking about this team a year ago, and we felt after they lost the quarterback, they may be suffering some. Doesn't seem that they have missed a beat, does it? No. Cartersville also 7 nothing only over Sandy Creek, but Cartersville and Joey King now 8-0. What is up with that? I mean, you know, we I guess we were just spoiled by seeing them light up the school board every week last year, and, and this year it's been a little more conservative, and I understand they've got a young quarterback and you have to bring him along, but he's already getting college offers, isn't he? He got some as an eighth grader from Louisville, so that's what folks were looking at with uh, the quarterback situation in Cartersville. This week, Mariston Flowery Branch, Ridgeland, and 8-0 and Pickens, and the Dragons are hosting that one. Wow. St. Pius. Uh, did you say Marist? Yeah, Marist is, uh, Marist is Friday and Flowery Branch. St. Pius at 7-1 and is at Madison County after knocking off North Oconee. Boy, they're playing well, too. But Marist, they're always going to be there at the end. The, the last two or three weeks here of the season is going to be just a lot of fun when you see these haymakers being thrown and, and people knocking each other off. And then they're going to have to go to the uh, to the slide rule to be able to figure <laughs> out who's in the playoffs, John. Triple A. Kevin Reach and Monroe area are now 8-0 and by beating Hart County. Chandler Byram had another big week rushing for 277 from quarterback. This is a great football team. Monroe area is getting it done. 
anytime you go eight and oh, you can be playing our sisters of the poor, but it won't make any difference. If you're eight and oh, you're a good football team. And Monroe area has proved they're a good football team and worthy of uh, all the lawdy remarks we've been giving them every week. They just keep winning, and that's what you got to do at this point in the year. Games to keep an eye on. Let me get your thoughts on Benedictine and Southeast Bullock, Jefferson and Monroe area, Pace and Cedar Grove. I'm not sure Southeast Bullock is ready for Benedictine. Uh, you know, I, I love the school simply because it's right down the road from here. And I have a grandson that goes to Southeast Bullock. Nice. But here's the point. Here's the point. Uh, Southeast Bullock has never been this deep in the water before. They've never played a game this key in quite some time. Now, listen, they have done a really good job of being 7-0 and at this point because they've played some Monday games, some Tuesday games, some Thursday games, some Saturday games. And anytime you can adjust and play well, you're okay. But Benedictine military is still Benedictine, and I'm afraid in that region, everybody's still playing for second place. Right now, they're 6-1 and one coming into this particular week. In AA, we'd already mentioned what Hateville Charter's up to. Callaway continues to roll. Bremen continues to roll. Rabin continues to roll. Last week, Vidalia and Toombs, a friend of, friend of both of ours, John Coon's territory, Vidalia beats Toombs 45-14 at the pit. Yeah, and uh, anytime you go in and play at the pit and hand uh, Tombs their helmets, you've done a really good job. Vidalia is a really good regular season football team, and uh, for whatever reason, they have not advanced deep into the playoffs. And this was supposed to have been a rebuilding year, I had understood. But obviously, the rebuild is done, and it, it all depends on who they match up with in the first round of the playoffs. But I think Vidalia is going to win that region. But Swainsboro is looming in the weeds, John. Swainsboro looming in the weeds. I'll quote you on that one. Okay, 90-second warning here. Class A private. The teams up top put up big numbers. Athens Academy, Fellowship. Aquinas had a bit of a rough one with Hancock Central this week. Savannah Christian and Country Day go at it. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. Uh, Savannah Country Day, maybe a step or two behind Savannah Christian Prep. Savannah Christian Prep is back yet again. Calvary, I would say it's Savannah Christian Prep, then Calvary, then Claxton, then Savannah Country Day in that east side of that 3A region. And then obviously in single-A public with uh, the region of doom having to have pushed their games in region two, Commerce continues their winning ways, and also uh, Pelham does as well. They are now 7-0. and oh. uh, Any other game really quick that you have your mind on that we haven't touched here in the last 15 minutes? I just want to see how Early County responds after playing today to have to play on the road yet again at Fitzgerald. I want to see how they respond. Uh, could be a, a, a game game maker for the Bobcats in 1AA if they're able to hold serve in these two football games this week. What he said. It's another round of the Football Fridays in Georgia podcast. Thanks for accessing us however you are doing so. Save us on your favorite podcatcher. Go to gpb.org slash sports. Go to GPB Media. Save, like, put it in quotes. Hit the magnifying glass. That's up. Big Ross and the GPB Radio Army were in charge of producing. They were in charge of the ones and twos. It's Roswell and Walton this week on Football Fridays. Play it safe, everybody. We'll see you at the games.
Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.